You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. This is episode four, a simple classroom management trick that works every time. Now, I know that sounds kind of crazy, like, oh, okay, that sounds a little gimmicky, but I'm telling you, this is my very favorite classroom management trick because it does work so incredibly well. So let's get started. So when we put lots of young children who are new to the school setting in a room, it can be challenging. We all know this, right? It's not called herding cats for nothing. We have lots of directions that we have to constantly be giving our children for our classrooms to run smoothly. And listening and immediately following those directions, it is not easy for young learners. It's not something that they do well yet, and it's something they need lots of practice with. So as you know, as a preschool teacher, this can be pretty frustrating at times because getting all of them to do what you need them to do when sometimes they're in their own world or they're being silly with another friend and you say it and they just don't hear you, um, it can get super frustrating and you're outnumbered and you're trying to be heard over these sounds, right? And sometimes as a natural response, We want to go higher with our voice so that the children hear us. And so sometimes that may resort to yelling a little bit louder or shouting or something to get their attention. But unfortunately, this method does not work long term because once they already hear the sound of your voice being loud, That may get their attention the first couple times, but then they're going to start to drown you out because it becomes normal and they start just thinking, well, that's just how she sounds, right? So we need something a little bit different. I also think it's important to point out that when we do use yelling or shouting to get children what you need them to do, this can create a little bit of stress on some of our children that are sensitive to that type of sound. And I also like to point out that, you know, when we use yelling, I feel like it needs to be an emergency. And the reason being, because if we have already hit our top of volume to get their attention quickly, what will we use if an emergency arises? So I rarely yell my, raise my voice above theirs because I want them to hear me in an emergency. So when an emergency happens, I want them to go, whoa, why is she, she's so loud right now? She's never like that. And then I can get their attention quickly. Um, And that has worked really well for me. But I also get it. You're probably thinking, okay, well, that's nice for you that you never have to raise your voice. And um, that just doesn't work for me. You know, sometimes I, I need to get louder than the children or I need to get their attention quickly for things. And so that's nice that you never do that, but that may not work for me. And I understand that. And I want to encourage you to really think about this this classroom management tool that I'm going to share with you. And that is using singing. So stick with me here. I know that you're probably like singing really. Um, That sounds super simple or, you know, I am not Beyonce, but I really want you to hear me out here because this works so incredibly well. 
And truth be told, I really don't understand the science behind it. I'm sure there is some amazing reasoning behind why singing works when giving directions to young children, but I just know that it works so well that I want to share it with everybody I know because it is such a great way to give instructions to save your voice and to get your children doing what you need them to do without constantly raising your voice. And so you can save that voice for emergencies only. And you can also save that voice so that you will not be so tired of saying the same thing over and over again, every day, all day at the end of the day. So how do we use singing? So I want to be clear here. It's not really just singing anything and everything, although that is great for children too, to build those language skills. But when I'm talking about a classroom management strategy, what I'm talking about is singing anything that you would give as a direction. So anything you're trying to get the children to do, put it in a song. So do you want children to line up? You can sing a song. Do you want children to clean up? You can sing a song. Want children to sit on the carpet? You can sing a song. Want children to put their books away? You can sing a song. Want children to get their backpacks? You can get, you can sing a song. So you get the idea. For example, I sing a simple song to get children to line up. And just for a little bit of context here, we have little handprint cutouts with, I just wrote numbers one to 10 on them, and I taped them to the floor as lineup spots. And so when it's time to line up, I sing, find a handprint, find a handprint, find a handprint and line up, find a handprint, find a handprint, find a handprint and line up. They know every single time that I sing that what their expectation is. And then if I find that later in the year, they are not hearing me as well, I can change up my song. And that's the beauty of it. But instead of going, okay, everybody go line up. And then we still got some sitting because they're not, they're not hearing or they're, you know, (laughs) talking to a friend or they're in their own little world. They, this singing just brings it out. It brings them out of that space and into hearing you, which is amazing. Again, don't understand the science, but absolutely love the magic that it brings. It is just so incredibly effective. And if you haven't tried it, I'm just telling you, you've got to. And I want you to let go of the idea that you are not a good singer because honestly, children don't care at all. I mean, they're our biggest cheerleaders, right? If you've ever tried to draw something in front of them and you say, oh, I'm not very great at this, but I'm going to try my best. They build you up. They make us feel beautiful. They are just our best cheerleaders. And so remember that this is not about you. It's about them and getting them to do what you need them to do quickly. And you get some benefits of not having to say the directions over and over and over again. (laughs) That's always a bonus. So let's look at some other examples. So I do a put your books away song after um, we eat snack, the children go and find a book if they are done with snack early before we head outside. And so when the snack and book time is over, I just simply do a put your books away, put your books away, hi-ho the dario, put your books away. If I still have some kiddos sitting at the table eating snack, and then I also have kiddos reading books, I can just mix those two. So I do put your books away, put your snacks away, hi-ho the dario, put books and snacks away. And then they immediately go into action of putting those books and snacks away. 
It's just such a great attention grabber when we use singing. You also can just make up your own chants, which is something I do all the time. Um, We kind of find um, me and my teaching partner across the hall, we find that we just kind of feed off each other's chants because I'll hear her saying one and I'll be like, oh, that's a good one. So I'll start saying it and kind of vice versa. And so we've kind of came up with one for the end of the day of all the things we want them to get. So instead of telling them, go get your backpack, don't forget your lunchbox, get your cubby, check or check your cubby, get your water bottle. Instead of saying those things, which is a lot of steps, we like to put them in a little chant. So we just say backpack, lunchbox, cubbies, and water bottles. And I just repeat this as they're packing up their stuff. And so it really helps them go, okay, backpack, lunchbox, cubby, and water bottle. Oh, forgot my water bottle. So then they can go back for that. Since that's such a multi-step direction, it's going to be hard for them to remember if you just say it once. And so we chant this as they're getting ready and they chant it along with us. And so it really helps them in that pack-up process, which is the hardest process that we do all day long for sure. So if you're thinking, okay, that's great, but like, where do I come up with these songs? What do I do? Honestly, the very best song to use to put directions to is Farmer in the Dell, because it is just so incredibly easy. And so when I was doing Put Your Books Away, that was Farmer in the Dell. So put Farmer in the Dell, Farmer in the Dell, hi-ho the dario, Farmer in the Dell. So simple. So put any direction that you're doing in there. Have a seat on the carpet, have a seat on the carpet, hi-ho the dario, have a seat on the carpet. Just keep that hi-ho the dario. They love that part anyway, and just add your direction in there. And it makes it so, so simple. So the next time you go to give directions in your classroom and you find that children aren't responding, I urge you to try singing the directions and see how children's responses change. I'm so excited to hear how this works for you. So if you are ready to channel your inner Beyonce and go all into singing for better classroom management, I've got a free resource for you. I have a set of transition songs that you can sing for different parts of your day that are already created for you and they're free. So that's the best part, right? Head on over to the show notes at lovelycommotion.com slash episode four for a link to these transition songs. Thank you for joining me today. And I will see you again next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely.